Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast Wisdom's Echo. This is Grant Mahoney, and today I want to um, shift away from the series that I've been doing. I will get back to it at a later stage, but I really just wanted to share my heart with you in today's uh, session and just talk about some stuff that's been going on in my life and just be a little bit vulnerable with all of you uh, today, if that's okay. So, one of the things I I don't know if you found it, but for my wife and I over the last year, it's been quite an interesting year because Yahweh's been really silent. Like he hasn't really been saying much, even though we've been continuing to walk with him. My the way that I love him is more than ever before. Um, all this kind of stuff. But Yahweh's been really, really silent, and he hasn't really been saying much. Like when we would pray and ask him different things about certain decisions we needed to make, he's just very quiet. And I even personally have been feeling like, you know, there could be so much more that I should be doing or in my relationship with him or something like that. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm just feeling like, I don't know if the word's distant because I feel him all the time, but more like, um, I don't know, like there's just something there that, not a block or whatever, I, I don't really know what it is, but almost like the, the the passion wasn't there or something like that um, in the relationship. And so anyway, a few weeks ago, I was sitting in my office and I was just, you know, just talking to Yahweh and I was going, you know, Lord, what's, what's happening? You know, why are you silent? Why is nothing happening? It's been ages since I've had any angelic encounters or any like crazy stuff happen around my life. It's just like things have plateaued. That's a good word here, plateaued. And so anyway... I was having a chat with him and then I was just thinking to myself, you know, it's been so long since I've really, really worshipped God. And I'm not saying like some of the modern songs we sing, which all about ourselves and how, you know, I'm really struggling and please help me, Lord, those type of songs. I'm talking about worshipping him as the creator, as our father, as this majestic being that he is and what true worship really is, really. And so anyway, I started to look at some old songs the old hymns and different things like that. And I started to get a collection together. I just sat in my office and I began to play these hymns. And man, something inside me awakened. Have you ever found like a song that, or a sound that just awakens you? It's like there's been something inside you that's been asleep. And that's really how I've been feeling probably over the last year is like something's gone to sleep. And it took a sound or a frequency to ignite that part of me that was asleep. And like I said, it's not like I haven't backslidden or anything like that. I've just, I guess, been asleep in some area of my being. And anyway, I started to play some of these old songs. And I was I was absolutely worshipping. And everything began to change. Like I could, I, I could, I know this sounds weird, but I could feel the atmosphere inside me changing. Not just the atmosphere around me. And it, like, it began to ignite this even deeper love and passion for Yahweh as I began to worship Him and began to sing these amazing songs. And one of the things that I often talk about is the Celtic saints. And I look at their walk and their lives. And, and I think I've spoken about this before. Like the power that they used to walk in. The love that they had for not, not just other human beings. But the love that they had for animals and for nature and for plants and trees and birds and all this kind of stuff was just crazy. It's like they loved everything that Yahweh created. It wasn't just the love of their fellow brethren. It was the love of everything. And, 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 and they loved through all the muck of everything. Like all these pagans around them. All this wickedness around them. They still loved. But yet there was this um, incredible power that they walked in. And this incredible authority 
that you didn't want to mess with them because of the authority that they carried, even though there was so much love within them. And I just, I, I love reading the stories about them and seeing the different things that they did. And I really, with all my heart, I want to function like them. And, you know, we often say that, yeah, but what they moved in is the old. And it's not the old because we don't move in 10% of what they did. And so I think there's this thing of they they access something of the life of the kingdom that we are not seeing in our day. And I think it's because we become so dumbed down by knowledge. And I know that sounds like a contradiction, dumbed down by knowledge. But the thing is, when it's just knowledge and there's no application of this knowledge and, 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 and you're not using um, wisdom, understanding and all these things together, melded together and actually functioning in it, then all it is is just being puffed up by knowledge. And I think that's the problem is where the church has got to is puffed up with knowledge. And, you know, I do so many studies and we run all these amazing schools and all this kind of thing. And, and the problem is this, is that if people come to a school to just gain head knowledge, that's all it's going to be is it's going to puff them up and they're just going to know stuff. And the thing is, I guess I'm wondering if one of the reasons why Yahweh has been silent is because he, for me, and maybe some of you even listening, he's wanting us to drive us into a place of intimacy where we can come to that place. Like when I began to play that worship music and I began to just sing with it and ponder it, like took me to another place. It took me a place where like I just felt Yahweh's heart open and he was saying, Grant, it's been so long since you truly worshipped me. And when I did that, a whole bunch of things began to happen. And the other thing I started to do was I've started to pray in tongues again as much as I can whenever I remember to pray in tongues. And some of the thing that's one of the things we've been talking on on some of the, the schools that we've been doing is, is how powerful praying in tongues is. And the thing is, it's really shifted me. It's moved me to a different place and a different, I don't know what we want to call it, but a whole different place within myself and on the outside of me. Because what happened was, which was so interesting, began to sing these songs and then I think it was that same week we had our home group in our house and what we've done with our home group is we moved away from the I guess the the church practice of having one person teach and everyone sits and listens and that's our home group ran for over a year and I decided that I wanted to go back to the original design of church which was meeting in one another's homes and everyone had something to bring and so what we do now in a home group is we all just come and there's no leader. There's no one, you know, that's the boss and that's got the word for the night. But each one of us shares something. Each one brings something. And so in this particular home group, I decided to get a whole bunch of these old songs and we were just going to worship. And so anyway, we, we put these old songs up and we began to worship and everyone just absolutely loved it. And I could see in the faces of everyone that it was unlocking something. It's like we've lost the... I don't know if it's even the art of worship, but we've lost the the this the understanding of true worship because true worship is not singing about yourself. It's it's worshiping Yahweh. It's lifting Yahweh up. It's celebrating Yahweh. It's giving Yahweh the glory and the honor. That's what worship is all about. And so we began to do that. I mean, well, I, I remember one of my parents' favorite song. Both of them was "Be Thou My Vision." It's an old Irish hymn, and, and I just want to read some of those words to you because they are so powerful. And it goes like this, it goes, Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. 
Nought be all else to me save that thou art. And what that's saying is, Yahweh, I want you to be my vision. I want you to be my vision. You have my heart. You've captivated my heart. There's nothing else to me save you. You are the only thing that matters to me. And I think this is what true worship is about. Then it goes, Thou my best thought by day or by night, waking or sleeping, thy presence my light. And that, that you know, so often in, in our days, I think about even myself, all the the different businesses that I run and all the different things that I'm in. Is Yahweh my best thought by day or by night? Walking or sleeping, is His presence my light? And and it just, you know, as I began to sing these songs, it just made me fall even more. I mean, I love Yahweh more than anything else, but singing these songs made me fall in love with Him even more. The passion grew just in a moment, in, in 20 minutes of worship. I just fell in love with Him over again. You know what I'm saying? And then it goes, Be thou my wisdom, and thou my true word. I ever with thee, and thou with me, Lord. I mean, isn't that powerful? He is my wisdom, and he's my true word. And that I'm always going to be with him, and he's always going to be with me. Thou my great father, and I thy true son. Thou in me dwelling, and I with thee one. I mean, just the words are amazing. You know, this song was written hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And it's just singing about, you know, it's seeing Yahweh as my great father. And that I'm his true son. And that he lives in me. And that we're one. That we connected. And there's this oneness in between us. And between us. And all this kind of stuff. And then it says, Riches I heed not, nor vain empty praise. Thou my inheritance now and always. And, you know, Yahweh has been amazing to us. And, and you know, Sam and I were talking about this the other day. You know, we have a lot of stuff and God's really blessed us and all this kind of thing. But three times now we've sold everything to move countries and stuff doesn't hold me. And, and it's this thing, you know, riches I need not, nor vain empty praise. Thou my inheritance now and always. Yahweh is all I need. Everything that I have has come from Him anyway. The businesses that I have, all I am is a steward of them. And the day He tells me to let go, I let go and I walk away because He is my provision. He is my everything. Thou and Thy only, first in my heart, high King of heaven, my treasure Thou art. I mean, this is who He is. This is That's who I want Yahweh. And it's like that maybe what had happened in my life is... Over the last year, he wasn't first in my heart. But when I began to worship him, he took that position. Thou and thy only, first in my heart. High King of heaven, my treasure thou art. High King of heaven, my victory won. May I reach heaven's joys, O bright heaven's sun. I mean, this is just incredible stuff. Singing about Yahweh, telling him of his position that he is, he's won the victory for you. It says the battle is his and the victory is ours. You know, and then it says, may I reach heaven's joys, O bright heaven's sun. These are just words that just really spoke to me. And I just had such a incredible time with them. Heart of my own heart, whatever befalls, still be my vision, O ruler of all. Heart of my own heart, whatever befall, still be my vision, O ruler of all. And I think this is the thing is what we have to keep fixed in front of our eyes is Yahweh. Yahweh needs to be your vision. And I just believe that if He is our vision and He is our all, then everything just falls in place and everything seems to work. And one of the things that I've noticed with Yahweh, and I was saying like He's been silent, is often Yahweh is silent because He's wanting a son to make a decision. And He puts a path in front of Him and says, You choose, Grant, this time. I'm not going to tell you what to do. You choose because that's the authority and the power that I've given you. And anyway, I, I wanted to get to this point. So... 
it's been a very long time since I've had any, any angelic encounters. And I used to have loads of them pretty much all the time. And I know who my own angel is. I know the angels over our ministry and all this kind of stuff. But there's really been no activity in probably the last year. Or when I say no, there's been very little. Let me put it that way. And anyway, when I began to worship and pray in tongues and do the things that I've started doing again, everything changed. And someone wrote to me um, and was asking me a question about an encounter that this person and myself both had with a particular saint's angel and <coughs> excuse me in the letter that he wrote me he said look do you remember when this happened and then you saw the angel and the angel's name was so and so and as soon as i read that part of the angel's name suddenly i was i was still in my office and i was having this worship music playing in the background and i was reading this letter and as soon as I read that name, it took me back. I was right there and I remember everything as if it was yesterday. And I could see all of everything. And it was like I was in an open vision seeing everything that had happened. And then suddenly this angel came into my room. And I began to have a conversation with the angel. And then the angel of our ministry, whose name is Bellarock, who's a seraphim, came into the room as well. And then suddenly, because he was there, I realized that this other angel was also a seraphim. And I began to learn so much in a moment. Have you ever had those times with Yahweh that in a moment he unfolds a lifetime of learning? And I watched these two seraphim beginning to communicate with one another. It was like they knew I was here. And this is one of the things that I've learned with the seraphim is that they, are not, they don't communicate with man very much at all. Well, what they do is they allow you to be privy to their conversations and that's the way how you learn how to function with them and anyway these two seraphim were having this conversation and talking about things of the kingdom and i was sitting here like in absolute awe just listening to this and and and, and just being so grateful that yahweh hadn't just disappeared and that all that kind of stuff that was has been around my life hasn't just gone away that it was there but there was something that needed to unlock it again that part of me that had gone to sleep needed true worship to unlock it and i just want to encourage you you know if you're in that place where maybe a part of you has gone to sleep or you don't have the same encounters that you used to have or you feel like things have dried up or whatever it may be because i i I don't really think it was a dry time for me. I think I've had a phenomenal year with the Lord. However, there's been a part of me that's been lacking in, in some way, shape or form. I can't put my finger on it. But I, like I said, it's it's got nothing to do about backsliding. I love the Lord more than I've ever loved him before. But the thing is, there was a part of me that was asleep. And I, I don't know why it went to sleep. Maybe it was by choices I made, whatever it may be. But when I began to worship and when I began to engage with Yahweh and I began to do this, everything unlocked. It was like it literally took 20 minutes of worshiping, of singing and engaging with songs that are true worship. Not some of the, the modern stuff that's out there today is not even worship. There's no anointing on it. Some of these old songs, the anointing that they carry is just absolutely crazy. When I listen to a lot of them, I can tear up. I just feel like my heartstrings tugging to be close with the Lord. You, you know, that, that the type of worship I'm talking about. And I want to encourage you, if you're in that place where you feel distant, you feel backslidden, you feel like your prayers aren't being answered or whatever, 
it's time to get into some worship. Find some of these old hymns, some of these old songs and begin to play them and sing them and engage with Yahweh. So I hope this has been a blessing. I just really wanted to share my heart with you in this podcast and not just do what I was doing before, as I said in the beginning. So bless you and thank you for listening.